at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. Right, it's 11 minutes after 1 o'clock. So a couple of days ago, the National Credit Amendment Bill was signed into law. Uh, and really, this is to set the groundwork uh, for over-indebted consumers to have payments suspended in part or in full by banks. And South African banks are concerned over this. To get uh, a clearer vision of what this all means and exactly how this affects you, I've invited Kaz Kovadia, who's a managing director of the Banking Association of South Africa, to, to unpack it for us. Good afternoon and thank you very much for joining us, Kaz. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. All right. The National Credit Amendment Bill, just in simple terms for people like myself, explain that to us. What exactly does it, does it do? Well, what it does is that for low-income people, people who are earning 7,500 rand gross per month and who have debts, unsecured credit of 50,000 rand or less, Mm -hmm. and they get into an over-indebted situation and they don't have income to manage their debt, under certain circumstances, their debt can be expunged, in other words, written off totally. and and the act also says that the minister uh, does have the jurisdiction to look at those thresholds of seven and a half thousand and fifty thousand and and adjust those uh, and and that's a minister's decision and uh, so we are concerned about that mm-hmm. because one it give the minister unfettered powers, so it actually brings about uncertainty in the credit sector. Yeah. Secondly, uh, we are, I mean, banks essentially hold deposit of money in trust. Yeah. Uh, and they gear those monies and then they lend to people needing money for productive and other activity. Uh, if they do their lending in a way that the prospects of, of recovering their loans is actually interfered with, mm. you're actually bringing severe risk into the system. You're threatening depositors' funds. So, so Kaz, l- l- let me ask you this. Why is it that the Credit Act didn't work? Why is it that we've now come to this point? Is it not because banks were not doing enough to check the over-indebtedness of these people asking for loans? Well, it could, it could be because... Oh, Kaz, I'm, I'm going to ask you to move around a little bit. We didn't hear what your response was. Please start that again. Okay, is that Thanks. better? Yeah, much better. Thank you. Okay, I mean, the Credit Act gives the credit regulator significant powers mm-hmm. to actually uh, take action against any bank or any lender that does reckless lending. Yeah. And, and the credit regulator should apply that mm-hmm. regulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, banks are actually, according to the NCA, and lenders, uh, it's incumbent upon them to do to do lifestyle checks on people and income checks on people every time they uh, okay. want to uh, borrow money. And 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 it's incumbent upon lenders to do that. If lenders, if a bank doesn't do that, uh, the the credit regulator should actually take take action against them for reckless lending. So the laws are there. The regulations are there. They need to be applied. Is is the problem enforcement? Do you think that the problem here is that we haven't had adequate enforcement of the Credit Act, for instance, uh, by the regulator, and that's why we find ourselves here? Well, I don't think you find yourself in this situation because of, of inadequate uh, 
uh, implementation. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, that there is room for improvement there. Mm-hmm. But we find ourselves here, and that's, that's the issue we have. We, there are, each bank has their own debt restructuring mechanism. Mm-hmm. We have an industry, and by industry, I mean not just banks, but non-bank lenders, mm. restructuring mechanism that's, that's been working. Yep. And, and we've always taken the view is that if the credit regulator supports that mechanism, uh, we can bring that up to scale, but it's working anyway. And banks have, through their own restructuring schemes, uh, restructured significant amount of over-indebted uh, borrowers. Mm. So there are already industry and bank schemes that are working. Mm. What we should be have been looking at is how we actually make those more effective and bring them up to scale through uh, interaction and collaboration between the industry and the regulator. So, can, uh, so, so let me just, you know, bring it down to the person who's listening here. So it, it essentially means that you are, if you're earning around 7,500 rand and you've, you've had a loan for 50,000 rands and below, I can apply for that to be completely scrapped. In other words, I don't ever have to be accountable for that. I mean, that's under certain circumstances. Right? Uh, oh, yes, you've you got can, a, you've got you a, you've got a qualify, I suppose. Yeah, right. yeah. But I mean, that's yeah. a lot of that's a lot of people. What is it? Nine point four million, I think. Those people who yeah. could qualify. Yeah, who could qualify. What, what does this mean for the banks, though? Well, it, it so what it means is that it brings significant risk into the system. Mm. It creates a lot of uncertainty because. Uh, you know, the unfettered powers given to the minister. And what it, it would mean is that, and obviously each bank will make its own call on this, but banks could decide that they're not going to lend to mm-hmm. that market. Mm-hmm. Or if they do lend to that market, they could decide that there's significant risk being introduced by this act, and so they're going to price for that risk, and the cost of that lending goes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the demand is not going to go down, so what it actually means is that we're creating a situation where low-income borrowers might find it very difficult to borrow money from formal lenders, and we'll then force them into the informal sector. Yep. I mean, that's exa- in fact, that for me is the biggest concern, because once you've taken them out of a formal sector, you're pushing them into that uh, that that dark Mashonisa space, Mashonisa yeah. space, yeah. where they have no choice but to go to, and, and yeah. if essentially taking back this economy a couple of notches back and sort of trying to, 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 to deal with it. I mean, was there enough consultation? Was Did people sit on the table? Did government and banks sit around the table to see the, the, the pros and cons of this bill? Look, firstly, I think we just need to be clear that this was a committee bill. Yeah. Okay, so the DTI portfolio committee introduced a bill, not the Department of Trade and Industry. Okay. We, we've interacted with the DTI portfolio committee for well over one and a half years on this. Okay, so I, I must be quite honest and put up front that We've had significant interaction and inter- iterations with the committee, with a technical group that they put together. And we put all of these things on the table. We put our concerns on the table. We did a significant economic impact assessment that showed the potential impact on the economy that this could have. And we put all of that on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, DTI was bound to do an economic impact assessment. They did that very, very late in the day. When the when the bill was just about ready to go to power to the president, so so I'm not too sure how effective that was, and so we've had 
significant interaction on this, and we've very, very firmly put on the table what our concerns are, and that's why we petitioned the president to say that before you sign it, please look at those concerns. Mm. And we, we, we offered to meet with his team to actually go through our concerns, go through our economic impact assessment. Unfortunately, weren't afforded that opportunity. Mm. Uh, so, so yeah, there's been significant interaction. We've put these issues on the, on the table. We've spent a significant amount of money and time on this. Uh, and, and that is why I think that it's a bit disappointing that we are at the stage where we are. All right. We've spoken about the impact on that consumer and what that means. I mean, in the short term, it may seem like a massive relief, but in the long term, we are asking for big trouble. I just want to know from an industry point of view, can in this economic climate, can the industry afford to write off this amount of debt? No. Uh, You know, you, you saw the interim results of some of the banks. They're still making profits, but, but they're sort of trading water. Banks' volume of business is down and it's flat because banks, essentially banks provide services to investors in a growing economy. Mm-hmm. If the economy is not growing, uh, volumes of bank business goes down. And so, environment is extremely tough and to actually introduce legislation that sends out a message that uh, there's an an interference in the market at a time when the market itself was actually dealing with some of these over-indebted issues uh, to send out a message that the one sector of the economy, the financial sector that holds us in good stead yeah. From a competitive point of view, holds I think good steps. From a world competitive ratings point of view, we're actually interfering in in uh, in a way that's negative. Mm. I think that those are bad messages to send at a time when we should be sending out positive messages that say that look, we're going to create an environment for business to for people to invest, for businesses to grow. And for the financial sector to support those developments. Kaz, are we, uh, I, I know that you're pleading that you know the president doesn't sign this bill. Are we are we making noise too late? Do you think we he's going to heed that call? Are we too late in having this conversation? Well, the president has signed the bill. Okay. So it's an act already. It's been gazetted. Yeah. What hasn't been gazetted is an implementation date. Mm-hmm. So we will now interact with, I guess, the Department of Trade and Industry and the Minister Mm. to see when the implementation date will be and to see whether we can ameliorate part of the damage through how they actually put into place regulations for this. Uh, We are meeting our members during the call of this week to look at what options we have. But it's an act. It's already but, signed by the president. Which kind of says to me, which kind of says to me, we're late. So when you're interacting at this stage, what I mean, what's likely to happen? All we're waiting for is the imp- implementation date. Well, and 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 regulations. Now the way they actually implement and 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 how they put the regulations into place might give us some space to actually maneuver. Uh, but what kind of know, space? I mean, what what kind of room so, are we talking so, about? So, so if if you know, if they say if they if we can fashion regulations in a way that says that uh, under certain it's only under certain circumstances the minister will exercise his unfettered power, hmm. uh, and so we we're going to have to look at that. But there, there isn't much room to maneuver on that. Hmm. 
and and I think that what you know what message this thing sends out is that if we if we fashion legislation mm. in a way that legitimate concerns of a critical sector of the economy that's involved in credit are mm. uh, ignored mm. then well then you know we have to suffer the consequences of that eh? wow. at the government and and we will obviously try to ameliorate as much as possible but if that's the sort of legislation you put into place uh, and if things do go negative then i think government is answerable for that Um I mean that you've just made me completely depressed Kaz and I I can understand I can hear yeah, from your tone that this is not good news at all. Yeah I think the uh, yeah it's 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 not it's not pleasant and yeah. and and we don't need to do things like this quite honestly. Mm. Kaskavadia, uh, thank can, you very much. I mean, we'll yeah. keep we'll we'll keep our, our hands on this and our, and our ears and, and on the ground because this is something that's going to affect all of us. Um, yeah. I mean, I just want to ask you one. Maybe it's a political question, but what what was the motive behind this? I mean, it doesn't sound good all around. I'm not, I, it's not rocket science. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, you know, one looks try to look for rational economic rationale from both the borrower. and lend a point of view mm. one can't really find it so one has to ask a question you just asked Kes Kavadia the managing director of the Banking Association of South Africa guys we are in trouble you can uh, let me know what you think of this 0891104207